Now before the readings, a prayer for illumination. God, light of the world, we pray that these words from scripture will reveal to us your light, your love, your salvation, and all that we need for the days ahead. Amen. The Old Testament scripture reading is taken from Isaiah chapter six, reading verses one to eight. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here am I, send me. The gospel reading is taken from Luke 21, verses 25 to 31. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. The word of the Lord. Thanks. 
The hymn is Open My Eyes That I May See, number 500. of prayer. God, give us a clear vision of the truth, faith in your power, and confident assurance of your love. Amen. On Tuesday, the 11th of September, 2001, at about mid-morning, I went across the road from the base chaplain's office at CFB Gagetown to the post office to mail a letter. And I met a couple approaching the chapel. The man spoke. Did you hear the news, he said. A hijacked plane has flown into the twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. I thought at first that he was joking. I waited for the punchline, but it was not a joke. They said they wanted to go to the chapel to pray. At a time of 
crisis, they turned to the church. Not such a bad idea and not without precedent. A short time ago, there was a different kind of disaster still involving an aircraft when a plane was shot down shortly after takeoff in Iran. 57 Canadians, many of them young students, even children, died in that crash. I mention that example or those examples from modern history because it brings me to another crisis. Many centuries ago, described by a man named Isaiah in the Old Testament book that bears his name. Isaiah, at a time of great national distress, when the king had died after a long reign, Isaiah, young Isaiah, obviously a sensitive young man, was so distressed that he went to the temple to pray. And there God came to him in a way that he had never experienced before. A description that you heard a few moments ago from the sixth chapter of Isaiah. The call of Isaiah. So here we, we come to church. We come hopefully to ponder anew what the Almighty can do in the light of what seems like a sometimes too precarious a world in the midst of crisis. And we come in the midst of our own personal crises, perhaps things that no one knows about, but we come to church to ponder what the Lord can do in our distress. In a time of national uh, instability, Isaiah was likely reflecting on a state of anxiety that was widespread throughout the nation. The king, as I indicated to the young people, was an all-powerful monarch. There had been 40 years of peace, and they wondered what would come next. And all that takes me forward a few centuries to a time when Jesus was foretelling the destruction of Jerusalem. It's recorded in the 21st chapter of Luke's Gospel, verse 26. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the heavens will be shaken. Do his words describe what sometimes we feel in this present age, 
At such a time, Isaiah went to the temple. People tend to gravitate toward the church in times of crisis. Jesus put it this way, when these things take place, raise your heads because your redemption is drawing nigh. And what it says to us is look beyond the present till you see the eternal God who has promised a final ultimate victory. So you've come to church to ponder what God might do in your life and in our lives and in the life of this church to ponder anew what the Almighty might do. You have had your own tragedies. You've had your own 9-11s. So finally, we come to a reference here. I refer to Theodore Parker Ferris. He was the Boston preacher of half a century ago. And this is what he said. I think it's worth passing on at this time. With God's help, what is happening will work into the pattern. Now that is a comfort in your disaster. That, he says, is what Paul the Apostle had in mind when he said in Romans 8, we know that all things, all things work together for good to those who love God. Or in a, a revised translation, we know that in everything, no matter how bad, no matter how painful, how unpleasant, we know that God somehow works for good with those who love him. And so I leave that with you as our comfort in disaster. And finally, take these words for your comfort as you think of all that's happening. These are words from Isaiah 40. Read them. And if you have a, a compact disc or an iPad that will play the Messiah, listen to these words against the background of Handel's great music and let them speak to you. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places a plain and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. 
There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Yes, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let us pray. O oh God, whose mysteries are too great for us to understand, save us from assuming that we know all about things that are beyond our grasp as we meet the shocks of life. Help us to know and believe that you are always ready to work together with us for good. Amen.